Good evening, folks. Today, we're going to be talking about some big life decisions that we've recently made. I know, we just talked about that last week, uh, but today we're doing it again just because we keep making some big life decisions. There's also some updates on some of the things we talked about last week, and so I'm going to share those with you. And then I'm just going to kind of share the process that Katie and I go through when we make decisions, especially this is these principles I think have been all the more useful in this time that is clearly unprecedented and it's definitely throughout the you know the course of our life uh and so we're excited to share some of these principles that we use to make decisions and to stay unified through making decisions and uh and to trust the lord through making decisions i do want to say before we get going i'm so grateful for the ratings and the reviews that have recently been left i'm gonna read a couple of these because they're so thoughtful this one is from caprice capital b 87 and it says thankful for this couple and how they share humbly what the lord has been showing them through his word and in the laboratory of life as a wife and mama of four children i find refreshing insight and encouragement in this life season i enjoy implementing their fun and practical tips for marriage and children and family i always come away challenged and with a fresh excitement for all that god is doing in the family May the Lord bless you, Katie and Elisha, and congratulations on baby number four. Wow, thank you so much. Seriously, that is such an encouragement to Katie and I, and it's it's really humbling for us to hear that just by us wanting to grow and wanting to be submitted to the Lord's leading in our life, we're an encouragement to others. And so thank you so much for sharing that, and that, that really blesses us. And thank you for all the other ratings and reviews that, you know, I'm not going to have time to to read here on the podcast but thank you all so much and let's go ahead and get today's episode going hey i'm elisha voberg and i'm his wife katie katie and i both grew up in families that were fun impactful and relationship rich now that we're a family of our own with three young children under the age of three we're eager to see what god can do through the family unit we're so excited that you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the bible says about marriage children parenting money sex careers roles and so much more katie are you ready let's go Oh my word, folks, I am at a little bit of a loss right now because, well, for for a variety of reasons, uh, but let's go ahead and get into today's episode and then I'll fill you in on why I'm a little bit discombobulated. First off, we've got some really good news to share with you. We've got some, I've got some somewhat bad news to share with you, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and start with one of the really good newses. Okay, so here comes one of the really good newses coming up. The first good news is Katie's baby, our baby, the baby, the baby in Katie's belly is really healthy. Everything's looking good. We had an ultrasound. Baby's looking good. Katie is extremely healthy, which I'm so grateful for. Uh, early on in this pregnancy, she was very nauseous, which the first trimesters for all of her pregnancies have been uh, pretty brutal as far as her nausea. And, uh, but it's, that's improving dramatically. She kind of changed her supplement regimen and that's increased her just vitality and her health and her energy tremendously. And so we're very grateful for that. Now the bad news, uh, 
today, this is kind of my fault, actually. I'm really reaping the consequences of some poor decisions I've made earlier today. But I can't say that I regret those decisions, and I'll tell you why. So, the reason you haven't heard Katie's voice yet on this episode is because she's she's not here with me. That's right, I'm recording this podcast episode solo, which I cannot tell you how it just does not feel very normal for me, obviously. I feel like I'm missing, if if I'm like, you know, they say like you're missing your better half, I feel like I'm missing the better 98% of me. I feel like I'm 2% right now on this podcast episode. Uh, and the reason that Katie's not able to be on tonight's episode is because we, I, I should say, had very poor time management throughout this evening. It's Monday, and Katie and I have a babysitter come over on Monday evenings so that we're able to get some work done and typically record this podcast. Well, the babysitter came, and the babysitter's at our house for two and a half hours. And when the babysitter got there, we left, and I talked Katie into going on a date, going out to dinner. And I told her that we'd have enough time to go out to dinner and then go to my office and record the podcast episode and get all the work done that we needed to get done. And, uh, and I even told her that we'd be able to like talk about what we were, you know, kind of plan and talk about what tonight's episode would be about. Uh, but we went out to dinner and it took much longer than we anticipated. And then we, we swung by my office and got some of kind of like the work done that we needed to get done. And of course our time was up. We didn't have enough time to record the podcast. And so we thought, okay, well, we'll have to get the kids to bed and then do it tonight, later when the kiddos are to bed. So we get home, and it's already pretty late. You know, it's getting close to 9 o'clock, and it's summertime here, and so it's light. Like all, it does, it feels like it's light all the time. It feels like it never gets dark. And so the kiddos are wound up, and they weren't going to bed. They And we can't really leave them alone all in the trailer, even if they're awake because they're they're able to get out of their beds and it's just kind of a hazard it's like their physical well-being would not be taken care of i think if we left them alone in the trailer and so katie was sitting in there while they were trying to go to bed at like 10 o'clock and then 10 30 and finally it, i was getting the podcast all set up and i recorded the intro and katie came out she's like i don't think i'm gonna be able to do this like the kiddos aren't going to sleep I am feeling more and more tired like as the night goes on. I don't know if we're going to be able I think this is going to be the first week like that we miss a podcast episode. And then I was like, no, that's not going to happen because because I'm going to record the podcast episode. And so clearly it's we're not at full strength here because we're missing 98% of us and Katie. Uh but I'm going to do this episode because we've got some extremely exciting news for you. I already told you that the baby is extremely healthy and that Katie's extremely healthy. But if you listen to last week's podcast, you know that we put in an offer on a home here in the town that we're currently living in, in Washington state. And we put in a full price offer knowing that it was going to be a very competitive house. Like I know it, it was priced very competitively. And so I knew there was going to be multiple offers. And so I knew that the likelihood of our offer getting accepted was not great. But we put the offer in anyways, and after we put our offer in, and after we told you guys that we put our offer in, put our offer in, we uh, decided to go ahead and explore some other places to live. Like I think that the reality hit that okay, if our offer is accepted, then we're probably gonna 
go through with this and purchase a home here in Western Washington and kind of settle down for a bit. And so that got us thinking about some other places that we might be interested in in living. And so we took kind of a last minute spontaneous trip to uh, Idaho, to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And we went there and we looked at a house and we made an offer on the house and it was accepted. And then our offer was rejected here in Washington state. And so it looks like, long story short, looks like we're moving to Idaho, to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which we are excited about. We are so pumped about this move and this season in our life. Uh, it kind of seems, I mean, it might, I don't know, it might seem a little bit dramatic because we were just in a lot of ways starting to get established here in Centralia, Washington. I was really starting to get a flow with my work. Um, you know, we were so connected with my family here. We were able to get connected with a great church. Uh, that said, I say all of that, there were many things that Coeur d'Alene has that really appeals to us. The rain here in Western Washington really took its toll on both Katie and myself. Uh, the town itself, apart from my family, who, who we love so much, is not our favorite place to be. Uh, whereas Coeur d'Alene is a really fun place for us to be. We really like Coeur d'Alene. We like the culture there. We like, uh, how, like how many outdoor activities there are and that it's very kind of, uh, up and coming. You know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs there. There's a lot of visionary people there that we know, and that's really fun for us to be around. And, uh, and then not to mention, you know, I think that the state of Idaho versus the state of Washington, from what we can see, again, the Lord, of course, knows the future. We don't. But from our like human speculation, uh, when we look at where we would want to raise our children and some of the, I guess, ideals we want to instill into them and some of the freedoms we want to have as parents, uh, it, it would seem, and I think it is true, at, at least today, that Idaho uh, facilitates some of those desires of ours to parent our children the way we want to parent them and just to live out our faith in the way that, that we feel feel the Lord wants us to live out our faith. And so uh, because of all those reasons, we are really excited to move to Idaho. We're really excited about the house itself that that we're buying. And uh, it's just going to be a very exciting new challenge in our life. Something else that Katie and I really enjoy is when we feel like we're attacking kind of a challenge together. And I think that since we moved to Centralia, it was hard for us to feel that togetherness because my job was so just me, which is which was good. I wanted to feel like I was one providing, but it felt like it was kind of like my challenge, my problem that I was dealing with on a daily basis. And we didn't know how to kind of attack that problem together and attack uh, some of the challenges that that presented. I think that moving to a new town is really going to solidify us even more as a married couple. And that's something that we're really hungry for. So that's the big announcement that I really wanted to make today. Uh, but in addition to that, I just wanted to share some Bible verses that Katie and I have really been pondering throughout this decision-making process. Because, you know, we don't want to be flippant when we make life decisions. We don't want to be careless and, and, and thoughtless as we go about our life. And we want to seek the Lord's wisdom. We want to seek his counsel in addition to, you know, or not in addition, we also want to seek, uh, I guess, the, the counsel of wise men and people that are around us. And we really have. I've been talking to my father just so consistently throughout this whole process, probably for the last three or four months. He was well aware of the fact that we were, you know, looking for homes in Idaho. We talked to Katie's parents. We talked to many friends and mentors 
that we have about whether or not they thought this would be wise for this season of life that we're in. And we really felt a unanimous, uh, I guess, encouragement from all of those sources and all of those people. And then, uh, and not to mention, we just totally felt a peace from the Lord. And some verses that we've really been pondering over these times, I guess, are, you know, there's, there's some that are kind of, it's hard to, it's hard. I, 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 sh- I say it's hard. It's been a challenge for me over this season to make, decisions as uh, you know we are all are all aware of the fact that this is an unprecedented time um and just it seems like the country's in a weird place the economy's kind of seems like it's in a weird place it's hard to know what tomorrow's going to look like let alone next month or next year and yet we we need to make decisions and i really felt like i needed to make this decision uh to find a place for my family to live in a home that felt somewhat somewhat permanent, you know, as permanent as you can feel here on earth, uh, because our time in the travel trailer, though it's been good, it's been growing for us in many ways. We've been able to save money, which is a huge blessing. It, that time needs to come to an end. It's just time for that, that season to end. And so, you know, verses that we are pondering were uh, even, you know, James four, James chapter four, verse 13 through 15 says, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet do you not know what tomorrow will bring? What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time, then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. And I've been thinking about this because I think if I just look at that first part that says, come on, you dork, like, why are you saying you're going to be able to go do this thing tomorrow and make, start a business or move your family to this town? You don't even know what today's going to bring. You don't even know what tomorrow's going to bring. Your, your life's like a mist. It appears for a time and then it vanishes away. And if I just stop there, it's a little bit of a paralyzing verse for me where I think, okay, well, you're right. I have no idea what tomorrow's going to bring. Like the world could end. This is maybe this is the season where we just need to hunker down and I need to collect some more guns and get some more canned goods and just try to sustain our life until the world ends. But then it goes to the next, you know, the next verse and it says, "Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that." And so I really don't think this verse is saying don't make plans. Don't say that you're going to, you know, don't, don't plan for your financial future. Don't plan for your housing future. It's not saying that. I really do think it's saying, hey, don't be arrogant and cocky and full of yourself when you're making these huge statements about things you're going to be able to do in the future. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. And if anything comes to fruition in your life, it's going to be the Lord that brings it. And so make plans, make decisions for your future, but know in your heart that, like this verse says, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. And even as, you know, we're in escrow right now for this home in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, but we still say on a daily basis, yeah, we're buying a house if the Lord wills in in northern Idaho, in North Idaho, in Coeur d'Alene. And I want to live my life that way, not paralyzed and fearful of making decisions, you know, fearful of starting a business or buying a home or, you know, taking my family somewhere, but knowing that it's going to be the Lord that opens the doors, that shuts the doors, and it's his will that's going to bring anything to fruition. Another verse that I think is 
been really good for Katie and I to consider is uh, is Matthew six. You know, this is such a famous and, and well known verse, uh, and yet we're revisiting it and just considering the profundity of it once again. And Matthew six twenty five says, "Therefore I say unto you," and this is Jesus talking. He says, "Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body more than raiment?" Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Now, and then I I love the next part. It says, Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? Now, when I consider this, again, I don't think it's discouraging people from planning or from being wise and making life-altering decisions, but it reminds us who the giver is of anything that we have. I look at the blessings in my life right now. The best things in my life are so clearly from the Lord, and whether or not I feel that or whether or not I appreciate those gifts, any good, every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. And so when we're thinking about this big decision to, you know, it's a big for us, you know, to move a state away from either of our families, you know, all of Katie's families and is in Bend, Oregon, and all of my family's here in Centralia, Washington, and we're moving to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. I, we've been considering this verse a lot. And it's brought us so much peace knowing that, okay, we cannot strategize another foot to our height or another inch or a fracture of an inch to our to our height. That's just the Lord's doing. We cannot strategize our way into something that the Lord has not ordained or that he will not open up for us. And we take a lot of peace in that. I'm, we've been make, We've made this decision seeking counsel, seeking the Lord's wisdom, knowing that he will bring it to fruition if it's his will. And we just really want to trust him through throughout this process. And then the final verse that we've been considering a lot is Philippians 4, verse, uh, verse 6. And it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be, na- be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so when we're considering these decisions, and I first off, I need to confess, I have not I've not obeyed this is a this is a command. He's telling us to not be anxious for anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication, you know, make a request be made, be made known unto God. I've not obeyed this. I have been pretty anxious throughout the last few months. Uh, I have brought anxiety into our home and into our marriage and into our family. However, when we are obedient to this verse, it is it brings fruit instantly. I don't care if I have, you know, two or three or four months of bringing anxiety. I mean, I do care, but whether or not I've got those months of bringing anxiety into our home, God is so good at bringing peace instantly when we, with prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, make a request known to God. He is so faithful to bring the peace that only he can bring into our hearts and our home and our minds, like it says here. And and I think that we've been ultra convicted on this as we've 
realized this somewhat the severity of this decision and we thought boy we really need to go to the lord with prayer and supplication and he really has of course delivered on that promise that he gave us and that he will give us the peace that passes all understanding and so those are the verses that katie and i have really kind of clung to over these last couple days as it's been somewhat of a whirlwind for us you know we went from thinking we were buying a house here in Centralia and I was going to continue on working for my dad here to within a couple of days, you know, being in contract for a house uh, in, in Idaho and totally changing our plans on what we're going to do for, you know, for income. And, and uh, we'll probably share more about that with you folks. You know, the Lord's really blessed a lot of our, our online businesses that we've got our online supplement business and then my online music academy of Oprah Music Academy and the Lord's provided so well through those resources and so we're grateful that we have an opportunity to live on those and to kind of build into them even more while we're you know moving to northern Idaho um, and so we'll tell you more about that folks thank you so much for listening to today's episode I know Katie misses talking to you this it she it was like this was devastating for both of us that she wasn't able to be on the podcast uh but she is uh she's getting rest and i'm grateful for that she needs to stay healthy our baby needs to stay healthy um and so i hope that you you were able to get somewhat filled in on this podcast and, and kind of hear what we're doing with our life and i hope that it was of encouragement to you as well well with that said you will hear from both katie and i next week. Bye-bye.